This is George Conner of the Chicago Bears. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is all about the New Orleans Saints defeating the Chicago Bears on Sunday, October 20th, 2019 at Soldier Field. And it's with Sophie Lacido Johnson, who I know because uh, she used to live in New Orleans and uh, was a performer. And I was doing a thing there and I met her and she's a very cool person. And since then, we've stayed in touch and she now lives in Chicago and I don't. This episode is sort of kind of about the New Orleans Saints, but not really. I like Sophie's art and I like her book and you could order that and more at sophielacidojohnson.com. If you are one of those people that used to like me and sort of still kind of sort of listen to the show but don't like all the wrestling stuff, well, you kind of have Sophie to blame for that. Sophie was the first person that allowed me to write about wrestling and made it seem like, uh, hey, even non-wrestling fans might like this. So even though I think she's incorrect and I might have wasted the last four years, uh, I actually regret nothing. And uh, yeah, enjoy the show. Uh, like I said before, it's sort of about the Bears, but it's not really about the Bears, which is kind of good, because the Bears aren't that good this year. And uh, I might be wasting a few more weeks, but as long as I get to talk to people like Sophie, it doesn't feel like a waste. So without further ado, here's Sophie Lacido Johnson, sort of, kind of, about the New Orleans Saints defeating the Chicago Bears yesterday at Soldier Field. Are we going to talk about the Saints game, or do there's a wait to do that? We could talk. Let's let's get into it. I was trying to see if there's anything else you'd like to cover, but yeah, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. You watched the New Orleans Saints defeat the Chicago Bears. How do you feel about that? I mean, I was there when that happened in were, my, my living room. Oh, you're in the living room. Okay, cool, 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 cool. How <laughs> was watching your New Orleans Saints beat my Chicago Bears? You living in Chicago, Illinois. And me not living. Why in do you think there? Why do you think I was rooting for the Saints? What made because you think you that? Because you spent multiple years in New Orleans, and like New Orleans I, is quite possibly the easiest American city to love. But I live in Chicago. Who were you rooting for yesterday? I was rooting for football. <laughs> okay, so let's. Tra- where are you actually from? I never knew that. I don't know where you're from. Portland, Oregon. We don't have a football team, you but we have the have Blazers team. basketball team. Are you a big Rip City fan? I mean, yeah, uh, everybody is in Portland, and we all think we're very unique. I mean, I know that seems like, how could that be possible? Surely everyone knows that everyone loves the Blazers, but everyone in Portland thinks they're very special, and we all have one flannel shirt. So it's sort of just kind of like this is sort of the paradox of it all. Okay, but I, when, when I met you, I think it was 2012, it might have been 2013, you were living in New Orleans. Yep. And how, how yep. long were you in New Orleans? Almost 10 years. That's a very long time. Sure. I mean, especially if you're 10. Yes, that's true. That's how it works. So, uh, were you, did you become, a, by the way, is it New Orleans or New Orleans? I don't know. Cool. <laughs> Did you I, I ever become? I mean, that's what I know, but you know, everyone has their own uh, truth. <laughs> What's your truth mm-hmm. when it comes to pronouncing the city of which you lived for ten years? New Orleans. Okay, cool. Did yeah. you ever become a New Orleans Saints fan? Well, the <laughs> the night that they won the Super Bowl, I was asleep and. Um, 
<laughs> there was a lot of noise. And when I woke up, everyone on my block was sort of outside shooting guns into the air. I remember thinking, like, this is bad. This is a bad sport, and this is, like, a bad thing for the planet that we do this. And then I went back to sleep, but um, the people I lived with went out, and (laughs) I think people turned cars upside down. Like, it was really quite insane. And then... Uh, the man I lived with tried to um, have sex with me when he got home, uh. and that that uh, you know he had a belt that was a, a chain, and he used that as a flirtation device, so that didn't work well. Um, and then I had to go to work the next day, and I was a, like a first grade teacher, and all the kids were like, you know, first grade version of hungover, it, and I just sort of thought like, what is why why this? That is the amount that I am a fan of the Saints. So you're not a big, like, uh, who dat type of person? I mean, it's nice. It's nice. I, I feel like it's nice. the president, it's nice. <laughs> the president Obama at the time, he was rooting for the Saints, and I thought he was handsome. Um, so, you know, hard same. I wanted them to win. Uh, black and gold, those are great colors, they you are. know. There's some good songs that came out of it. We missed school to get to go to a parade about Drew Brees. Oh, um, a couple years later, um, No Doubt played Jazz Fest. And I, through a sort of long-winded series of events, got to sit backstage um, at, at her at No Doubt's performance, which was my you know, childhood dream come true. I don't know if you're being sarcastic. No, no, I am. I'm not. I'm not being sarcastic. I I mean, I love, I love Gwen Stefani and I loved No Doubt and I wanted to go see them in seventh grade and my mom said no. And there's like 20 diary pages in my diary about how upset I was that I would never see them. So to be able to see them as like a grown up in the backstage who doesn't want to do that that i just felt like i just won every lottery anyway hoda from hoda and kelly she was there also and this kid um you know i don't know i started talking to this kid backstage and i felt like relieved to talk to a kid because i am better talking to children than grown-ups and it felt clear that everyone backstage was kind of like cool and semi-famous maybe and um his dad uh, came to get him. And I was like, you know, if you guys want to sit by me, that's fine. And the dad was like, no, we're going to sit over there. And I was like, oh, okay, well, it was nice to meet your son. And I was like, yeah, no worries. I was like, no worries. What a weird thing for a dad to say. And then everyone around me was like, that was Drew Brees and his son. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I had no idea. But I did try to, like, take his child. So that's that's a Saints thing that happened to me. That's a really good anecdote about the New Orleans Saints. (laughs) So I have one. That's my one. And I do think, um, and no doubt, was so good. And I think that Gwen Stefani is an alien. I just wrote that in a book that I'm working on. I think she's from another planet. Look at that plug. You're pro. I mean, I'm... Yeah, right. I'm a pro. What's the name of the book you're working on? 
No, I can't tell you yet. I can't jinx it. Is it a New Orleans Saints reference? <laughs> the book is called Sophie Johnson, Biggest New Orleans Saints Fan Ever, colon, who that, 2019. That's pretty good. It's a good title for a book. Good <laughs> SEO be on it. It's going to be a bestseller. That's right, SEO. So you grew up without a football team, and then you no. moved to a city that loves their football team quite possibly too much. And they win the biggest prize you could win in professional football. And there's essentially a riot and an attempted sexual assault. And you're like, yeah, they're an all right team. I feel like medium. I like that they brought people joy. I guess I always thought like football stuff was too expensive. You're 100% correct. It's very expensive unless you do what you did on Sunday and watch the game in your living room with people you like. (laughs) Then it's not too expensive. <laughs> yeah, um, right. I I dated someone who was a really big 49ers fan and like right sort of at the beginning of the Kaepernick revolution. And um I couldn't really get into it, but the 49ers played the Super Bowl in New Orleans and mm-hmm. he came he came to New Orleans to um just see if he could see it. I, I like I don't not get into it, but like get near it yeah no i which was like i completely understand why that boyfriend did that my wife and i went to chicago we didn't have tickets to the 2016 national league championship series but we just like wanted to watch the game close to the stadium and like Uh be with the people after the game it's it's a it also it's like we wanted to visit friends and he wanted to also see you and and i hope that he did right like I completely (laughs) understand that like especially if you're someone like me like I don't have a religion or anything like that and I don't have like a big family so if you could substitute a sport to like scratch those itches it makes a lot of sense for me and also you were in like like I said one of the best cities in the country who doesn't want to go to New Orleans and now you have an excuse totally um uh, yeah I I didn't think it was it was fun we it was hard to find anyone watching the game though because the people who are watching the game were at the uh, Superdome and everybody else doesn't really care about that particular Super Bowl. So it was kind of hard to find um, find a screen. And then, you know, they lost and he was so mad and he crashed my bike. And, hold on, hold on. Um, stop, stop, stop. How did he, like, on, on purpose he crashed your bike? He was just so mad that they lost. And he was on my bike and he was tall, like too tall. And it was my, I had my good bike and he had my shorter person's bike. Okay. And he just like angrily rode it into a fence and crashed it and wrecked it. I mean, I don't think on purpose, I don't think like he was all, I don't think he also was like, oh, I better be careful. You know, I think he was reckless and uh, crashed it. Um, I'm assuming that this is a different boyfriend from your current husband. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i did i did date this guy for like the most like for the longest time though like for just so so long on and off really liked him what i learned about football dating because he loved football what i learned about football dating him was that colin kaepernick has a lot of shoes okay <laughs> that's the that's the kaepernick takeaway you have yeah it was before he was you know political really yeah the articles that I found were like he loves Reese's pieces and he has like so many shoes and he he just has so many like cool. more than than any woman I've ever known. 
Do you want to? Okay, I don't think we could do shoe recaps if you want. No, I that's that's what I learned about uh, football then. So then yesterday I, I was watching. Well, I had the show was on. The game was on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. The show was on. Mm-hmm. The, the show game. The, show the game, game show. The show. Yeah. yeah. It is a game show. Yeah, yeah, that was on. We have a projector. It was on on the projector. I was sort of doing art while it was on and, you know, asking people for updates. And my husband, Luke, who loves the Saints and is for the Saints, but we also live with Bears people. So the house had mixed feelings. So Luke, um, is Luke from New Orleans? He is from Massachusetts, but he does not like the Patriots. So when did Luke move to... Uh, New Orleans. A little bit after me, but pretty similar. So did he also, pretty similar time. Did he also live through the Super Bowl there? Yeah, and he saw them turn over the cars upside down. Pretty cool. Do you do you regret not seeing people flip cars no. in person? No, no, no. Because when I think no, of no, Sophie, no. I think of uh, ultra violence <laughs> and raging. I have so few regrets. That's like top um, five, right? I don't regret it at all. It seemed uh, excessive. I th- I think I would have gotten scared just of the cr- crowds. I'll bet cell phone service was really bad. But, yep, that's you a know. good reason. Cell phone service. I, just, <laughs> I feel like I did everything right. I had to go teach the next day. I feel like I did everything right. I don't. I, you know, that... I am in no way saying you did anything wrong. I have one. <laughs> I have two small anecdotes about the New Orleans Saints Super Bowl victory against the uh, Indianapolis Colts. That I think the final score was thirty-one to seventeen. And the reason why I know that is because the first time I was in New Orleans, uh, my wife and I went to like a, a bar that's essentially a shack. Like it's pretty well known. It's like awesome. Blah blah blah. I'm sure you would know it. Um, it's great, and I loved it. And it had my favorite bathroom graffiti of all time I've ever seen. It just said, never forget. And it was the final score of that Super Bowl. And that was mm-hmm. done sincerely. And that made me very, very happy. And then <laughs> uh, a few years later, when I met you in person for the first time, as part of some comedy fest, uh, one of the players from the New Orleans Saints was at one of the shows. And my friend Adam shouted him out on stage, not realizing, hey, maybe this guy that's a New Orleans Saints player in New Orleans uh, doesn't want to be referenced uh, because now people know that this guy is here and he will no longer have a nice night. So that's my two mm. not nearly as good as stories as yours. Oh, they're no, they're really good. No, they're not. Let's not pretend. And so you've been out of New Orleans <laughs> for a while. You've been in Chicago for like what three years now? No, like four. Oh wow! I'm so yeah. sorry. That's okay. See, it is like three. Three and four aren't dissimilar. They're pretty close. In other ways, in other ways they are. One's odd, one's even. So um, you've been in Chicago yeah. for roughly four years. The Bears were good, <laughs> legit good one of those years. This year they're not so good. They were? They're right in the middle. Oh. But, but, but I'm supposed to say the Saints are great, even though Drew Brees is injured, they still keep winning. That is correct. That's exactly what is happening. I then asked Luke, what else should I know to say? I Look, listen, this is, and he said this with such earnestness. He watches these games. Like, mm-hmm. he could have said anything. He was like, I know what you should say uh, when you talk to Brandon. You should say this, because this is the main takeaway that I have from this game. The New Orleans Saints look not very good in their white uniforms. 
but the Chicago Bears have a navy blue color helmet that is so magical. It looks black, but when you really look at it up close, it's dark blue. That's right. I was like, I could have figured that out. <laughs> Here's where he's wrong. <laughs> the New Orleans Saints looked great in their white jerseys because whenever by the end of the game, <laughs> it's like uh, they get muddy and they look like they, they played in the mud, which is the whole point of football. They looked fantastic yesterday. I completely disagree. He said something about, like, crumply diaper okay, It does kind of get a crumply diaper when you're wearing the white pants, but the Bears have white pants too. <laughs> Come on, guys. Well, he loved he loved their navy blue. He loved it. Bears have a I classic just, I don't, uniform. You know what, though? Like, when someone says a hot take like that to me, I don't, and I hadn't thought of it already, and then that's just going to be my hot take. Like, I don't have the capacity to really problematize something like that if someone says that to me. So I guess I didn't think about the possibility that he could have been wrong. <laughs> okay, let's talk about how you feel if you feel anything when watching a football game, because you're not a football fan, but you are living in a city that's really obsessed with football. You come from a city that's even more obsessed with football. Chicago is obsessed with football? Chicago is obsessed with all sports, and the Bears are the one unifying team for everyone, Mm -hmm. because clearly Mm -hmm. there's a Mm Sox-Cubs split. Not everyone likes hockey. The Bulls haven't been relevant since the 90s, and there was that one Derrick Rose year, but, like, there's a whole sexual assault thing, which makes that incredibly complicated. Mm -hmm. But the Bears... You really thought this through. Clearly. The Bears Mm -hmm. are the one team that, like, everyone unites around, Mm -hmm. but they haven't Mm -hmm. been good for a very long time. And they hold up this this, uh, one team from 34 years ago, featuring a head coach that's an all-around asshole, uh, one of the most important defensive players committed suicide after denying CTE for over a decade. Uh, Walter Payton died young because he refused to get on the kidney transfer list early enough. Um, Jim McMahon is like on the verge of death all of the time, and he shouldn't be. It's not an easy sport to root for. Do you have any conflict in yourself when you're watching football? I like the White Sox better, by the way. Cool. Thank you for clarifying. Um. Yeah, I learned how football was played um, from another from another boy who I, tra- I dated for a little while. Later, after the after the Saints won the Super Bowl at a bar, he condescendingly explained it to me. It was one of those things where, like, on the one hand, it was very demoralizing, and I had to act like he was being sexist because he was. But on the other hand, he was explaining it, and I, I didn't understand. I hadn't understood before that, and so it was helpful. But I couldn't. He couldn't know that it was helpful. He had to believe that it was horrible what he was doing because it was horrible. Like, how dare he assume I didn't know how football was played? Really but quick. I, but also, really, I did. Really I didn't. quick. Did this? Did this person ask you, "Hey, do you know how football is played?" No, 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 no. He just assumed that you didn't know. No, and, and he was right. Okay. I understand. I understand. That's not the point. The point is, could have been like, "Hey, you know what's going on? It's not a big deal." If you no, don't. this guy. This guy was no good. He was no good. He was condescending in so many ways, but he was kind of good looking. He. He. I was attracted to him because he looked a lot like the Forty ers guy after the Forty ers guy dumped me, and I couldn't have him anymore. To be clear, um, you mean the the not the like the boyfriend, no, the yeah, boyfriend, boyfriend, not one of not Kaepernick and not the like logo man. 
Yeah, I dated the, the the 49ers boyfriend in college and then going into New Orleans. Then he dumped me. Then I dated 30 people, and including this football condescending guy. And um, then I got back together with the 49ers guy for a long time. Um, and then and then the, the football explainer got married to someone else. Is this just an elaborate happy. plug for your book, Many Love, a memoir of polyamory <laughs> and finding loves? <laughs> no, it, it, it uh, but no, I, it's really, no, it's not. Okay. But I do know my, I think my point is, um, I do know how football is played. And, uh, I never assumed that you didn't know. <laughs> you asked if I had feelings about it. I so. meant more like, uh, Emotion. That's yeah, one exactly. of my feelings. I'm not asking, do you know what's going on in the field? I'm asking you if you have any conflict in you because for you're a progressive person. You, I am. Ooh. Based on where you lived the entire time oh. and what you do, I'm going to guess how you vote. Okay, Walter Payton, he was <laughs> he played for the Chicago Bears. That's correct. Um, and he was known as the Sweetness. As yes. sweetness, regular yes. sweetness. Correct. But he died in 1999. But there is another patent who, there's probably like a ton of patents. Yeah. One of them plays for the Saints. He's the coach. They, they're not related. They just both say Peyton. He's the coach. He's a coach. Sean. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, is that just a coincidence? Walter Peyton and Sean Peyton look really different. They look a little different. They look like really, really different. <laughs> I'm well, looking both, at them side by side. They're both men that were born in the 20th century in America, so they're not that different. But Known as Sweetness. That's a great nickname. So you're on Wikipedia right now is what you're telling me. No, I'm just, I literally Google. Just Google. Oh, wow. Google. Yeah. So you dated wow. a guy that was well, a big 49ers great. fan. You don't care about football, but you know Kaepernick has a lot of shoes. Did you start following more of the socioeconomic stuff about and the racism stuff about Kaepernick, or was that still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I know that stuff. I really do, and I know how to spell his name and everything. Well, I could pick him out of a crowd. I know all about what he. he I know all about his politics. I feel like I know a lot about him. Do you have football conversations with the people that live in your house? Like you said, your husband's a Saints fan. You got these Bears fans living there. Does this ever come up? What? Can you please define conversation? Uh, interactions between two or more people using words about individual about certain topics. For example, football. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Could you give me an example of a recent uh, interaction about football you've had with what, someone that lives in your besides house? Besides the thing about the the outfit. Besides sure. the besides the fashion. Yeah, I, that was a, well. That's what he gave me. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I'm so, not saying the, that's a bad interaction. <laughs> the people who live in my house um, are Buffalo Bills fans. Uh, are they from Buffalo? They're from. St. Louis. How do you? What is going on? What? Why aren't they Rams fans? The Rams just moved from St. Louis to LA. I don't know. I thought the Buffalo. I thought the Bills were from St. Louis because they are really big fans. Okay, so the Bills huge fans. The Bills are similar to the Bears, where they're not that good, but they're not that bad. They're right in the middle. Mm -hmm. They haven't had a really winning team since the early '90s. They went to consecutive Super Bowls, didn't win any. do you, do you do you feel like the Bills fans are similar to the Bears fans? 
I have to be really honest with you. I don't think I've ever met a Bears fan, and I do live here. Like, I do live here. Really quick. I have met a, a lot of Saints fans. For like the listener at home, you live in Chicago proper. This is not a glorified suburb. You live off the red line. <laughs> yeah. You and work. I work at, I work in a I work downtown and then I also work in Humboldt Park. So I really work all over the city. Yeah. Not one But I work at Yeah, but I work at two art schools, you know. <laughs> of course. So I think that is part of it. Um but no, no, I no, do I You're a hundred percent right, I, and this is why I wanted to chat with you about uh the art aspect of it. You were also doing <laughs> art in New Orleans. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta do art everywhere you go. Well, that's Football what I'm wondering. Like an art. Were there maybe, art maybe fans? Art fans. Were there Saints fans that were artists in New Orleans? Were there Saints fans? So here's the thing about New Orleans, and Luke will tell you. This is from Luke. I didn't make. The, I didn't come up with this, but I think he's totally right about it. Like New Orleans versus Chicago. So in Chicago, there's everything. Everything is here. Like everything is here. And people are, but people are like kind of into the thing that they're into. So like, you know, the improv people, they're like into improv and they know all, like a lot of other improv people, but that's kind of like the thing that they do. And like the bowling people, they're like really into bowling and you can get all kinds of bowling stuff in Chicago, which you cannot get in New Orleans, but the bowling people are into bowling. The art people like are into art. And sort of people are in their little groups, and there's some overlap, but not much. And in New Orleans, everyone is kind of working on the same thing, and that's New Orleans. And so, you like, if you are an artist, you kind of are also probably doing comedy, and you're probably writing, and you're probably working on a parade float, and you're probably working at a school, and you probably know how to make a costume, and you probably know about the New Orleans Saints. And also, you have probably built a house. And that's so, like, so really, like the, the, really, really great. I, that's a, you're absolutely right. I mean, I can't tell you if you're absolutely right, because I've only lived in Chicago, but... <laughs> And it, I, or New Orleans, that's what I mean. I think you're right. Um, yeah, everyone I met from New Orleans is definitely more like that, and everyone that I know from Chicago is more like how you just described. Do you prefer one or the other? Well, um, that's a complicated question. I like Chicago and I want to live here, but it has more to do with, like, um, I am introverted and Chicago is introverted. And New Orleans is extroverted. And I just get tired having to always be at a parade. And um, there will be people who, if they heard that, would be angry hearing it. Um, I mean, I can appreciate it. And I think it's really beautiful. But I would get sick to my, I get to sick. It was just so much staying up and doing shit. And I like to um, sit at my house and uh, work on my work projects. And um, I also love the lake. I just love the lake. I also like that you can kind of be somewhere super busy and also not, you can, then you can leave. Um, And I also like that if you don't like someone, you can avoid them and never see them ever again in Chicago. You're making me really miss Chicago for reasons people probably (laughs) wouldn't want to admit. 
<laughs> I like, I mean, I love it here. This is the city for me for sure. But um, I, but I get the like appeal of New Orleans. I also think New Orleans has gotten pretty crowded in the last, you know, five, six years or so. And it's um, kind of hard to like have a good work-life balance there, which it's, I have a great, I have a great work-life life balance in Chicago. No, it's great. Couldn't be better. Good for um, you. I'm so, very happy for you. you know, yeah, thank you. It's very unusual, isn't it? I will say about the game on Sunday, uh, I just have to say that Latavius Murray had a productive night filling in. <laughs> that was great. That's true, right? Sure. That's great. <laughs> that it was a it was a good. He did a lot of things that were good. Do you want to have a kid? <laughs> well, tell me about your kid. You like your kid? Well, that's that's what I'm trying to figure out. That's why I'm watching football. You're games. trying to figure out if you like your kid. Yeah, so far so good. <laughs> things could change. So, how old is is your kid? My kid turned three months over the weekend. He's very young. wow, so really little. Yeah, and that's why I'm watching football for the first time in like a decade. Because I used to watch every week. Oh. It's been more like eight nine years. It doesn't matter. I used to watch every week when I moved to D.C. with my friend Harold, who's also from Chicago. And now Harold doesn't live in D.C., so we don't watch the games together anymore. And um, because D.C. Uh, doesn't carry all the Chicago games because we're not the market, I get to watch some of them whenever they happen to be on or I have to go to a bar, right? I'm not going to a mm-hmm. bar and watch these games, Mm-mm. especially with a kid. No. And also... I didn't watch for political reasons because of the CTE stuff and the racial injustice yeah. stuff. But the NFL, yeah, I have no idea how. They've weathered the storm, and this year it's not political at all. They settled with Kaepernick, and Kaepernick, to me, won. He literally won money. It's an undisclosed settlement. And so mm-hmm. for the first time ever, the players that are currently on the field know the risk of the CTE, and therefore for some reason that sort of makes it okay, where 10 years ago the kids – our peers when they entered the NFL didn't know that like this is a death sentence. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh, Anyways, uh-huh, uh-huh. so I'm sort of watching it again for the first time because I've rationalized it in that way. But also the main reason is like, oh, I have a, I have a kid now and I don't want to be that one parent that's just like proselytizing about the evils of anything in like making their kid the outcast. You know what I mean? Right, right. So right. I'm sort of watching the give him the option to be like, if you want to watch with your dad, you can. If you totally want to ignore this, you totally can. I don't care. He mm. like I watched it as a kid. I played it as a kid and then I stopped for a mm. long time. And now I'm sort of back, but not really. And so I'm talking to all these people, you included, that like don't really care, but like have a like tangentially have feelings about the NFL and see how it fits in their world. And in the art world in Chicago, you're 100% right. I never had any crossover with my art friends and sports friends. And to me, that was a really big disappointment. And mm. in D.C., there's some of it for sure. But the few times I've been in New Orleans, like, there's a – you're right. If you – you like, you probably like the Pelicans. You probably like the Saints. And you probably, like, mm-hmm. love the music and the arts and the zines just as much as you would anything else. And that's – I don't know where I'm going with this and I'm, I'm watching and I still don't know where I'm going with this because like, as you saw on Sunday, the bears aren't that good <laughs> and it's not a fun game. They to had watch. a good like beginning of the game. I mean, at first you really felt like, wow, look at this game. 
They had literally one good play in the first half, and that's it. Well, was it, that was an exciting time. <laughs> that was. I thought it felt really exciting at first. It, it got was. Less, it got much more boring, and Wizards get boring. I'm starting to make cupcakes. <laughs> cool. But it really did seem exciting at first. It really did. And then things changed, and then it got re- like a start. well. You know, the Saints had a great defense. <laughs> You're right. Or the Bears' <laughs> offense is just that bad. I think that the Saints have a great defense. I'm going to stick with that. I'm positive-minded. That's good for you. <laughs> will you Will you watch any more games this year? They're always on. They're always on. Our, um, our the people we live with, whom I love, have a projector, and on the weekend. Every football game. I don't even, they all look the same, but they're different. Do you feel yourself more like productive when the football game is on in the background? You know, I just feel like the, everyone in the house is like more relaxed. Like everyone sort of, because the people who are watching football are people who are stressed out during the week and they just, they're not stressed out watching football and that's really nice. It just sort of feels like, they have their, they literally have their feet up. And one time I came home and they were just both asleep and it was really sweet. One of them was on the floor with a dolphin pillow, just passed out. Is he a dolphin fan? No. <laughs> no, our, our roommates before them were these like horrible artists who left a bunch of like novelty pillows behind. You know, you could kick these people out. You own the house. I did. They're gone. The Good new ones I love. The new ones. And when you ask if you know, like, want to have a kid, well, I'd like them to have a kid, and I'd love to like um, be a part of helping to raise their kid. Yeah, that's easier. No, it's it seems like it um, makes more sense for four people to be raising one kid, and they seem to want to have a kid slightly more than I do. So. It just seems like it makes sense. So like a football world. game, there's a winner and a loser. And when it comes to the competition of having a kid, someone has to lose for the other one to win. No, I, I think you're trying to bait me and it's really working. <laughs> I, um, I, um, I think that like there are, I guess I really think there are like better ways to live in the world than we are currently living. And that the ways involve releasing your ego a little bit and sharing and like being willing to be a part of something rather than like have to be just all about yourself all the time. Well, I'll so, never share anything, and that's why I had a kid. I know, and that's what I'm trying to get at, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> Sophie, thank you for doing this. Thank you for talking to me. It's always such a pleasure, and I really hope that you um you get a lot out of your season of watching the football games. Yeah, I'm not so. <laughs> you clearly are. You, you got a philosophical grounding. It's really beautiful, and it's inspiring to those of us who just lie around watching Friends. Well, I got. Oof, um, I hate. I hate that I admitted that, but that you lie around. Watching. Why do you hate that you admit that? There's nothing wrong with that. I hate. I hate Friends. Okay, then why are you watching it? I don't know. Then you don't hate it. Yeah, I know. I know, but I hate that I like it. Why? I hate that I like it. I think it's like all kinds of things wrong with it, but I can't stop. No, you. I like how they. I like how people laugh. That's nice. Yeah, what's the problem? Oh, this is a whole other interview for another time. <laughs>